I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Look at that. New year, new sound to start the program. And it's great to have you back with us uh, for more merriment here on KSL Outdoors Radio. Lots to do over the next couple of hours, as is usually the case. Just a reminder, we're recording this program on Thursday. Tim Hughes in the studios of uh, KSL News Radio in downtown Salt Lake City on what turned out to be today kind of a cloudy day. We were hoping to get a little more uh, snow to add to all those great totals, but it looks like this uh, storm may peter out a little bit. By the time this interview airs or this program airs on Saturday morning, we will have already figured that out. Uh, Russ Smith, a little under the weather today, so he's not with me, but Navadomskis is, and I can already tell this is going to be a little tricky in uh, your retirement years to uh, have you available on certain days because you're just not going to care what time of the day or what day of the week it is. Yeah, I threw out my watch. Uh, <laughs> it's it's gone. No, look, people ask me. I had my my show last. I mean, my show. I had my class. I had a class last night. Yeah. And uh, everybody was asking me if I'm going to keep doing the radio, and I'm like, yeah, I think it'll get better. I think. This will get better, Tim, because I'll be more excited and excitable and in faraway places. <laughs> and people that are listening going, Navidomskis more excitable? I don't know if I need that. I don't, I don't know if I can handle that, but I certainly understand throwing away the watch. Uh, we spent the weekend with you and your wife, Gail. Uh, Becky and I did and really enjoyed ourselves up at Park City. Uh, but we we talked about that. One of my dreams is just being able to throw away the alarm clock and not really caring what time of the day it is. When you get up, you get up. Absolutely the case, and I haven't set my alarm for five days. No. Nice, nice. All right, so uh, we can officially say congratulations on retirement. I know they had a little uh, uh, send off to you or for you at the uh, school the other day. I saw pictures; looked like it was nice. Well, I was discouraging everybody because I just wanted to slip out the back door. You know, like Zorro or something. <laughs> but they wouldn't have it. So it was, a, you know, a mix. Some people didn't listen to me. They came anyway. But it was fine. I mean, it was great. My voice has struggled for a while, which was good. I didn't want to be a lot of words. I just wanted to say thank you because everybody was so nice to me. That was the shortest 30 years that you could ever imagine. I loved it every single day. Going going to school was never a problem once I got out of the shower. The alarm I didn't like, but the kids just make it worth it, and you do it for the kids, and that's what brings you back. And everybody says, you you have so many sick days. Why aren't you using them? Because 
well, who's going to teach the kids when I'm not there? Yeah. Uh, and all of that comes from the heart. I know it does. Uh, you've always talked to me about that when, you know, we weren't on the radio program posturing for any other reason. The the kids' um, love for you was amazing at, at the uh, last couple of days. I know in their own way they had a send-off for you. One of them wrote on the board or wrote on a – a uh, piece or uh, a, a poster board or something that said from teaching history to being history. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way they roll. You know, there was so many posts when I went there the last day, my whole room and wall and doors were just plastered with paintings and posters. The kids were amazing. And the way they write, you know, they write you stuff. It's just really interesting to see how sincere they are with what they're saying. And then, they took everything. I said, my if my wall is empty. It's so weird. But I had everybody take everything, and I was signing stuff, and it was awesome, but yeah. sad, too. Well, uh, nobody deserves uh, retirement more than you do, and I've said on multiple occasions that if I would have had a history teacher like you in high school, I'd probably still remember some of it because uh, <laughs> I'm a total blank when it comes to that, which uh, hangs me up sometimes when I'm trying to, you know, give reference to how what's going on in the world today compares to uh, the past. All right, let's shift gears here. Uh, I mentioned we spent the weekend up at Park City. We had what uh, we all said was probably not just the best day of the year, but maybe the best conditions we've seen with runs open we haven't been able to ski on for a decade. Yes, and it was even better the next day. Look, I love this snow, and I forgot how much I love this snow, but there's a huge difference when the right snow comes in skiing, it just makes it that much better. I don't know if you heard the reporting over the last few days, but uh, the good news is the uh, Great Salt Lake has already come up a foot from Yes, I did hear that. And yeah. it, it's visible from my house. I go, Gail, there's water there. She goes, no, that's not water. I go, look, that's yeah. water. Yeah, and when you think about the surface uh, area of that lake, to come up a full foot already is pretty amazing. Yes. Ma- Matt Johnson was telling us this morning uh, from the uh, weather department that on average, the Great Salt Lake will rise about two feet in an entire winter season. So the fact that it's already up a foot means that if we can just get average water there, we could come up three feet from uh, the lows, which really is encouraging. You know, if we could just keep going at the weight we're going, we're going to be so good. Uh, Ski Utah reported this morning 400 inches for Utah. Yeah. And we could hit 700 at Alta by the end of the season if we just get average snowfall between now and April. That was the other thing Matt was telling me a couple of days ago. And if that happens, the the tram may be running into July at uh, at Snowbird. I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, yeah. I mean, in the old days, the 4th of July was a gathering there. Uh, but who knows if it's the old days. But this little river, as they explain, has just really helped us. Yeah. Speaking of the snow, uh, these past couple of storms have come in uh, from the south, which means some resorts that usually get left out of the mix have been getting a pretty good covering. And Sundance is one of those. We're going to be checking in with Blaine Wilkie, who uh, works in the communications department down there at Sundance. And I, I'm not sure we've talked to him since they had their ownership change. But Deer Valley also got some pretty good dustings from these last couple of rounds. Yeah, when it comes from the south, Deer Valley is the secret thing. You get over to Deer Valley, like, they got 35 and Park City got 18 in the same night. That gives you a kind of a vision of that Provo Canyon angle with that southern storm. My buddy David Bordemeyer sent me beautiful pictures from Bryant Head yesterday. So they did get hit well. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's uh, so that's coming up in our snow day segment at seven thirty-five. 
In the, the next half hour, John Bear will join us. He's been on with us in years past. He's the auctioneer and MC of the Western Hunting Expo, which is uh, coming up February 2nd through the 5th at the Salt Palace Convention Center. And uh, we'll find out about all the stuff that's happening there. There's always big to do. And I think Chris Ledoux's son, Ned Ledoux, is uh, actually going to be uh, performing this year as part of their nightly activities. You'll have some fish bites for us, which you promised you've got ready to go, right? Absolutely. And then Randy Oplinger, the DWR Sport Fish Coordinator, will join us. Speaking of fishing, he's uh, going to help us out with some ice fishing spots. There have been some monsters coming through the ice at Strawberry the last little while here. Yeah, you know, Strawberry is such a healthy fishery, so it's inevitable, especially with these new policies that keep the big fish alive for longer, we're going to get some monsters to the ice, no question. Yeah. All right. So, and, and maybe what I ought to do is be reaching out uh, to um, uh, Paul Phillips up there at uh, Strawberry Bay Marina. We'll get some uh, firsthand reports. Roger Eggett, of course, from Bear River Lodge will also join us. So uh, there's a lot to do, obviously, over the next few hours. Hang on, Navi. Uh, go ahead and finish putting on the ski pants as you get ready to head out the door. They're on. We'll come back in just a minute and take a look at uh, some of the news of the week. So stay with us here on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. Time for a little news of the week this week. Uh, Tim and Navi here. To get the morning started for you, as I mentioned a minute, a minute ago, uh, Russ is a little under the weather. In the next half hour, we'll tell you more about the upcoming Western Hunting and Conservation Expo that is set to happen February 2nd through the 5th. Here's another something to put on the calendar for uh, next weekend, Navi. It is uh, skijoring. You've heard of it or no? No. No? Skijoring. It's familiar, but I can't remember. They call it a world-class event, but it features a horse, a rider, and a skier or boarder. Right. It's coming back to Heber Valley. This cannot be safe. Uh, No. It's it's at the Wasatch County Event Center, and uh, it says, Come watch these athletes compete as they merge Utah's legendary ski heritage with its authentic cowboy roots. I guess cowboys used to do this. You know, Tim, when you said athlete with the hesitation, we know there's, um, you you know, little, you know, exclamation points or something because... That's more crazy than athletic. But, look, Steamboat does it every year. Yeah. And and sometimes they have to bring the snow down Main Street from, you know, the side streets. But 
It's kind of crazy. I've seen it many, many times, and I wouldn't be interested. I've done a summer version of this, and they call it hide races, which maybe you've never seen that either. But they set up barrels like they do in an arena, in a rodeo arena, for barrel racers. And a horse comes riding as fast as it can from the other end. I was standing. I was one of the ones that drew the short straw. I was standing between the barrels with a helmet on. And as soon as they gave me a helmet, I should have known. <laughs> it, was, it was not a good idea. But the horse comes around the barrel. And as it comes around, there is a, in this case, carpet. But it used to be a big cowhide. And they have it tied on a rope. And so it comes swinging around as the horse makes the turn. Your job is to jump on and hang on to that thing and hopefully stay on top of the hide and, in a timed event, get back to the other end of the arena. I didn't make it. I was upside down on the uh, – I missed landing on it, so I was underneath it, hanging on all the way across. But uh, it's the same kind of thing. You know, the, those cowboys, you've heard a cowboy up. Yeah. I mean, their sports aren't sports. They're dares. Yeah. I dare you to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those hold my beer kind of things. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they've got some nice prizes. I guess they're going to be giving away buckles, cash prizes uh, based on the fastest times. They'll do it over a two-day uh, schedule open to spectators. They've got uh, VIP and general admission event spectator tickets on sale. And you can uh, find out more by just going. And again, the dates are Thursday, January, or registration is the 26th. Competitions begin at uh, 2 p.m. on Friday the 27th and 10 o'clock on Saturday the 28th. Go to Skijoring, which is the word ski, S-K-I-J-O-R-I-N-G, Utah.com. Just uh, a crazy, but sounds like fun event to watch, maybe not to participate in. Right. Yeah. If somebody hands you a helmet, that's a bad sign. (laughs) That's a bad sign. Uh, Faith Jolly also sent me a note, uh, just got this a little while ago, that uh, conservation officers are looking for information about deer and elk that were illegally killed in Beaver County. How many times are we going to have to go through this? Um, They discovered a dead deer fawn, of all things, October 8th in the area of Big John's Flat in Beaver County. And when they took a closer look, they determined that the deer had been shot and killed uh, was a female, and there were no hunts allowed uh, to harvest female deer during that time frame. In a second incident, there was uh, a, a dead branch antlered uh, bull elk that was found in the Indian Springs Wildlife Management Area back, clear back, uh, on October 21st. It was determined that that elk had been killed during the spike-only elk hunt in the area, um, which meant, of course, it was not legally, uh, did not qualify as a spike elk and was uh, an illegal harvest. Anyway, if you have information on either one of those, they really could use your help. And you can uh, do that by calling the UTIP hotline at uh, 1-800-662-3337 and... uh, or just go to the uh, DWR website, which, of course, is wildlife.utah.gov. The other thing I wanted to throw out there, uh, and we don't mention it often enough in our snow day segments and other things, Navi, but it's a great place to go, and particularly with all the snowfall, Soldier Hollow is a place where you can have a bunch of fun with your family in the winter, beginning with the uh, tubing hill that they have there uh, that uh, goes on uh, weekends, Friday through Sunday, weekdays, Monday through Thursday. It's 22 bucks uh, for adults, and for a child, it's just $15. They have sessions to get out there. So uh, think about getting out there to do some uh, tubing with your kids. Uh, the Midway Ice Castles is up and running, which is another 
Fantastic idea, especially at night. I don't know if you've done this, have you? Yes, and it's going to be particularly good over the next two weeks because the cold is with us. It's 16 degrees right now, and last year they kind of melted a little bit, but they're lovely. It's a good thing to do with the family, dress them up, Yeah, go out and see that. You know, Soldier Hollow, like you were explaining, is really fun. I mean, there's not only dog sledding and cross-country skiing. Like you say, there's tubing. Yeah. Uh, the ice castles are spectacular at night, by the way, when they put the, the they get the lights on. And speaking of uh, one more thing to think about, uh, it, this uh, Nordic yurt snowshoe dinner. We really ought to go and do this with our wives. I'd love to do it uh, with you and Gail. It's in the Olympic Park of uh, Soldier Hollow Nordic Center, a half-mile snowshoe through uh, that beautiful venue into a cozy yurt where you're going to dine a four-course meal and enjoy time around the fire uh, and, of course, get a, a great look out over the snow-covered Heber Valley. You can find out more on that by uh, calling 435-602-4022. A couple of ideas for uh, winter fun, even if you're not a skier. All right, we'll take a break. We have a news update on the half hour. On the other side, we're looking forward to finding out more about what's coming for the Western Hunting Expo. The second through the fifth at the Salt Palace. John Bear is the auctioneer and MC of this year's event. I believe he joined us last year at the same time. Anyway, we'll uh, have that conversation next. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.